Hello, and welcome to the fifth episode of Gerstory. Today, we'll be discussing the events of World War II. The Great Depression in 1929 impacted the whole world. This depression all started when the stock market crashed, which was caused by an unstable boom in the share prices. This caused about 20 million Americans to lose their job. This was about 25% of the whole population. Trading between the United States and other countries dramatically decreased, which led to a worldwide depression. Germany and Italy were one of the most hardest hit countries because they were still in debt to the Allies from World War I. Germany and Italy were desperate for a leader who would make their country strong and powerful again. Two people came to power who promised just that. These two people was Adolf Hitler of Germany and Benito Mussolini of Italy, both of whom were dictators. They quickly became popular, rose to power, built a stable economy, and toughened the military. People who opposed these new leaders were suppressed severely. These people were labeled as traitors and were harshly beaten. The country started building an empire by invading Europe and Africa. In 1936, Hitler sent troops into Rhineland, which was supposed to be demilitarized after World War I. Every one of these actions violated the Treaty of Versailles, but the Allies did not want another world war to occur. So, Great Britain and France signed the policy of appeasement. This meant that there would be no harsh action against Germany if they agreed to follow the treaty again. After Germany agreed to the treaty, everyone breathed a sign of relief. The whole world had dodged another war. Or did they? In 1938, Hitler and his army marched into the neighboring country of Austria. After, he went into the Sudetenland, which was a region of Czechoslovakia. Then, in March of 1939, Germany seized the rest of Czechoslovakia. The Allies let this slide, hoping this was the last sign of aggression. Then, on September 1st, 1939, Germany invaded Poland. German tanks rolled across the country and the Luftwaffe bombed grounded Polish planes. The invasion of Poland lasted only just about a month, which was lightning fast. This invasion was the first example of Blitzkrieg, which was a fast-paced warfare tactic. In Russia, a new nation emerged on December 30, 1922. This was a communist nation where it was government-controlled, which was controlled by Joseph Stalin called the Soviet Union. No one owned anything and everybody shared their wealth. Of course, this system was corrupt by high-ranking officials. The Soviet Union was Germany's ally and it helped invade Poland. These countries would form the Axis powers which would continue to invade Denmark, Norway, Belgium, Luxembourg, and the Netherlands in 1940. America watched from the sidelines as mixed emotions emerged inside the country. Some wanted no part in this new war, while some wanted to actively support the Allies. 
President Franklin D. Roosevelt felt that Americans should support the Allies, so Roosevelt sent aid in the form of money and supplies. But he never took part in direct conflict in fear of his re-election. One of the most iconic photos from World War II is when Hitler and his high-ranking officials are walking in front of the Eiffel Tower in Paris. This meant that France had fallen to Germany and its army. The Maginot Line had failed horribly. It was created after World War I to keep invading countries out. Germany had avoided this defense by simply entering above it through Belgium. Italy entered from the bottom and the combined forces took Paris without shooting a single bullet. The Battle of France was a complete disaster for the French because they were poorly equipped and led. After this embarrassing defeat, the French government escaped south and Henri Fillet Pétain took over. Pétain signed an armistice with Germany on November 11, 1918, which, meant, which made France a puppet state to Germany. When France fell, Britain was all alone in the Allied forces against the Axis powers. Germany wanted Britain to give in to the Axis powers. To make sure this happened, the German Luftwaffe started bombing Britain's cities. The Blitz was just a part of this bigger operation called Operation Sea Lion, which took place in 1940. Operation Sea Lion was a codename for the invasion of Great Britain, which was later scrapped. The Axis powers hoped to crush the hopes of Great Britain by bombing their cities day and night. Even though about 30,000 civilians were killed during this bombing campaign, Britain's Prime Minister Winston Churchill would not give in. So, an annoyed Adolf called off the operation on October 30th. After failing to capture Britain, Hitler looked to the east where there was a large plot of land. He decided to ignore the non-aggression pact with the Soviet Union and sent 3 million troops to invade the Soviet Union on June 22, 1941. This was a crucial mistake on Germany's side because the bitter winter would come shortly. First, Germany captured Soviet cities at an alarming pace. By the time the Germans had reached Moscow, the winter was already there. German forces were counterattacked by the winter-equipped Soviet army. The German army failed to capture Moscow and retreated out of the Soviet Union. This was a frustrating loss for Germany because the Soviet Union joined the Allies after being backstabbed. Across the continents, the Empire of Japan brewed up trouble as they invaded the neighboring countries. It got as big as 3.3 million square miles. Back in 1940, Germany, Italy, and Japan formed the Tripartite Pact. This discouraged Americans to get involved in the war. Most Americans still wanted to remain neutral. This all changed on December 7th. 1941. Japanese bomber planes launched an attack on Pearl Harbor, Hawaii. This took the United States completely by surprise. In only a few hours, the bombers sunk 18 U.S. ships and killed or wounded about 3,700 people. Opinions about the war changed dramatically, and people wanted to contribute to the Allies. Immediately, immediately the day after, 
President Roosevelt had approval from Congress for a declaration of war against Japan and its allies. With this enthusiasm to defeat Axis powers, Japanese American citizens were sent to internment camps. This was to prevent Japanese spies from sabotaging the United States. There was no evidence against these people, but by 1942, 110,000 Japanese Americans were sent to quickly built internment camps. These internment camps were overcrowded, unsanitary, and circled by barbed wire and guards. Internment camps for the Japanese Americans were prisons. While in these camps, most lost their homes, businesses, and valuable assets. After the war, there was no evidence that these people were ever spies. Almost 40 years later, after the war ended, President Ronald Reagan signed a Civil Liberties Act, which gave an apology and $20,000 in compensation to each survivor of the internment camps. Japanese internment camps were only a part of human rights violated during World War II. One of the most notorious events of World War II was the Holocaust. The Holocaust was a massive genocide of Jews by Nazi Germany. After Germany's defeat in World War I, they blamed the poverty and humiliation on the Jews. They were stripped of any human rights they had. Brutal concentration camps were made all across Axis-controlled land. Most were killed in poison gas chambers, overworked, or starved to death. At first, the Allies couldn't believe the horrible news they heard. Then they discovered camp after camp, bodies after body. In only four years, a chilling six million jewels were killed in the camps. During these dark times, heroes emerged. Charles Coward was one of them. Charles Joseph Coward was a daring British soldier who sneaked into these camps and helped jewels escape. He saved over 700 lives of Jewish prisoners and proved courage was all a person needed to make a difference. Focusing back on the war, Hitler still wanted to control the Soviet Union. So when summer came in 1942, he sent more than 300,000 soldiers to take Stalingrad. Winning this battle would humiliate Stalin and clear a path to capture nearby cities on the Volga River. German artillery pounded the city to crumbles for months. This siege went on for months until January 31st, 1942, when Soviet reinforcements arrived. Reinforcements surrounded the surrendered 90,000 of the original 300,000 German soldiers. This battle was a major turning point. After the Battle of Stalingrad, Italy was wary of the war, and the people blamed Mussolini. He was forced to resign and was rescued by German troops. The Allies started the invasion of Italy in July 1943 when they landed on the island of Sicily. Italy was falling apart by par partisan fighters and the disapproval of the government. 
It all tumbled down when Mussolini was killed on April 27, 1945, by par partisan fighters. Operations such as the invasion of Normandy and the Battle of Bulge ultimately led to Germany's surrender. After months of struggling, the Allies closed in on Berlin. Rather than surrendering, Hitler, his wife, and loyal followers poisoned and shot themselves on April 30, 1945. On May 7, 1945, Germany surrendered unconditionally to the Allies. There was still a major problem at home and across the Pacific. President Roosevelt died suddenly on April 12, so his vice president, Harry Truman, took over. President Truman had a crucial decision of either using the atomic bomb or risking American troops invade Japan. The atomic bomb was developed by Robert Oppenheimer and his team of scientists. It was the first nuclear bomb that could decimate an entire city in minutes, which could be loaded inside of a plane. The decision to use the bomb weighed on President Truman's shoulders. He decided on August 3rd, 1945, he would drop the bomb. Only three days later, a U.S. plane dropped the, the atomic bomb on the city of Hiroshima. This killed at least 78,000 from the blast. Radiation sp spread like wildfire near the area and killed even more lives. <coughs> the Allies were hoping Japan would surrender after they dropped the bomb, but they heard no word for surrender. So, on August 9th, an improved atomic bomb was dropped on Nagashika. This killed another 40,000 people. A after realizing there were more atomic bombs, Japan surrendered within a week of the second bomb. World War II was finally over. On September 2, 1945, people across the world celebrated as cruel leaders were trialed and sentenced in the trial of Nuremberg. Even though the war was over, there were still high tensions around the world. Could the Soviet Union and America be allies forever? Would there be another war? <laughs>